Joe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's right now in beta testing, so it's right now doing it in like, um, it, it, it's available for Android, but then you have to join the beta space testers and stuff and everything. But, alright, so welcome to being on my first ever special guest as my podcast on ever on Air All Station Radio. I'm glad you are here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, I want to talk about how is quarantine treating you right now? How is like everything treating you right now just in general how has it been well uh today it's been 365 days that we've been on covid lockdown uh so you picked a good day <laughs> yeah um you know it's, it's been okay you know my, my oldest is immunocompromised so there really wasn't much of a choice uh, i don't think and uh you know he's He's going on the second week of being fully vaccinated, so he should be in a pretty good place right now. Uh, but but it's been a, it's been okay. I mean, the isolation is rough, um, but you know it's it is what it is. It's it's there. Yeah, yeah, because you know you can't help since if there's lockdown and COVID and all that stuff, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I've been in, in much of my whole life working at home, quarantine and everything, and uh, doing what I can to survive and doing that. And I am, um, I, I know the feeling of how it is because you just feel like you're not able to go out or do things that you want to do. So... Yeah. So on, a, on a side note, did you want to be recording this? Oh yeah, I'm recording this right now on my computer with my anchor for Spotify because uh, this is where my podcast is right now and everything's right oh, there. Oh, so, yeah. oh, the Zoom isn't recording, so I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. I, I just did. I just did that the other day. I had like this hour-long interview with someone, and yeah. uh, <laughs> like halfway through, I looked over and I realized I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It, ha- it happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. We. We always have those little off days that go on and off and just, you know, all that. Um, yeah, so um, so I want to ask you a question as well. So, um, so you know, your podcast, the, um, I forgot what it's called. Um, I want to ask, is there any plans for your next podcast since you're still doing quarantine everything else? I want to know what is next for you? What is next? For your podcast well well as far as the podcast uh goes i have i believe at this point in time i'm scheduling something with saint jude mm-hmm. uh to talk about uh covid and vaccine safety mm-hmm. I, I think it's important to make sure that people understand the facts so that they're not scared off by conspiracy yeah because because, yeah, that, that is true and understandable. Like, how, you know, you don't want to scare people because of, like, the conspiracies and stuff. You want them to know the truth, the facts, everything. You want them to know what all is the signs. There, all the signs. Because yep. if if they don't know, then they're going to be left, like, they're going to be left clueless. And it's the most of the most. Yep. Uh, and then, at the end of March, uh, the Cleveland Clinic's Someone from the Cleveland Clinic's Autism Clinic, mm-hmm. uh, Children's Pediatric Autism Clinic. I don't know. I forget the title of the their, 
their clinic right now off the top of my head, but uh, they're going to come on and talk about um, like early detection and early intervention and helping parents know, uh, you know, what to look for so that they can make sure kids get services and supports and everything else that they need to, um, you know, succeed in whatever capacity they're going to succeed in and, mm-hmm. and live you know, happy, healthy and, uh, lives. Yeah, because. I feel like that is really no like like for me I didn't know when I was diagnosed with autism at the time I didn't know services or whatever I'd be getting I know that stuff for a lot and now I, here I am 28 29 29 years later here I am surviving with services but also surviving with um, COVID being my own self being my own entrepreneur and everything it's it's just steps up that's cool man my oldest is uh, my oldest Gavin is 21 and he he is a lot a lot of independence kind of challenging for safety reasons mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me but he has decided he wants to move out and until then well until recently he was he was gonna his plan was to live with me forever and oh, yeah. uh, and so now now he wants to move into like a he wants to live with friends so the idea would be to find some type of some type of environment that is safe, safe for him he has, he, yeah he has complex medical needs too so he like he has a compromised immune system mm-hmm. and you know, so he has to have medical procedures done twice a week which he can do himself mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing but I think trying to trying to find a way to help him reach his goals in life and be as independent and um, kind of out in the world as he can safely be mm-hmm. I think is part of our goal at this point and I'm I'm thrilled to death that he has decided he wants to move out not because I like I want an empty nest or anything because I got mm-hmm. two more down the road but but it just it just to me it shows that he's taking the that, initiative He's taking yeah, a- and he's he's grown. He's you know he went from not wanting to venture out like that to deciding. You know what? I've learned a lot, I've learned all these skills, and you know I I want to get a job, and I want to um, want to live with friends. You know, and he's 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 planning things out. And so we're you know we're using this next year. Mm-hmm. We're going to probably use 2021 because safety wise, I don't think depending on how COVID goes. I think the earliest would be a year before he would be able to adopt because we have to get some vouchers and uh, and you have to get like paperwork and all that stuff filled out for him. Yeah, all, all of that stuff. But it just it's it's encouraging to me as a father that, that he is he's wanting to step outside of his comfort zone and, and do something that isn't necessarily going to be easy, but I think that he's up to the task. And if we find a place that is safe and and uh, can give him the supports that he needs if and when he needs them, then you know I'm super happy for him. I mean, I, I, as a parent, you know I know I know I know that there's a lot of um, there seems to be a lot of animosity between parent advocates and adult autistic people, mm-hmm. and and I yeah. think. That that is a, that is a very true concept right there. That that is like between parents and between 
the the adults and like between their parents and adults it it's like you know when people want to venture out and they want to move out they want to take that big step and show that they can be mature it's it's that step that they want to take the most and really um do what they want to show that they can be independent and they want to take the right steps they don't want to take the wrong steps and and i think there's a lot of i've received a lot of pushback over the years uh where you know i'm I'm told i shouldn't be advocating for my kids because um i if i if i advocate for them then i'm i am wanting to silence them or if i'm challenging them it's i'm trying to change them to fit whatever i want them to be and and i think there's a lot of misunderstanding there like as a parent you, well, as a human, right? Yeah. We all have to adapt. Yeah. We have and to you have to adapt. Yeah. Do I want my kids to change who they are? Absolutely not. If I had a, if I had, if there was such thing as a, as an autism vaccine or something crazy like that, which mm-hmm. I, A, don't believe in, and B, uh, I would never make the choice to do that for my kids mm-hmm. because I, I think part of what makes them as amazing as they are is the way they're wired. You know, I, I think that they are, they are brilliant. They, they, they challenge me uh, because I'm, I'm the only one in the house not on the spectrum. So there's there's three against one, right? So I'm <laughs> three against one. I, I know I know the feeling. It's like yeah, pack of pack of like dogs just ready to just like be three against one against the the whole household of that and just be like, okay, here yeah. we go. This is gonna be a rumble but now. They, they, but they challenge me to be better. And I and I and, think, and I think as yeah. Much as I have taught them, as much as I've taught them or tried to teach them, they have taught me so much more than I think I've ever been able to impart on them. And, and I do challenge them because as humans, we should seek to improve, right? Like yes. we should always strive to it, be better. It is always, it's always that step. You always want to strive to improve yourself and improve what I What I started a long time ago was because after I got out of college, I did fitness. I did everything I could, and I wanted to better myself. I wanted to be independent. I wanted to prove that I could do things. And I was, like, the kind of guy that was, like, you know, that kind of guy that was, like, kind of, like, stubborn, didn't have the idea of what he was going to do in his life. And now, now here I am, 29 years later, doing what I love doing, um, podcasting, social media. I do it, and... I love it. It's it's a passion I pursued so much, and when I've seen people like when I've seen people on social media when they met me either in real life or that they said, "Wow, this is a really nice guy. I think this this guy has potential." And every single bit of it, it's positive feedback. Everything that comes my way, it's it's there, and I think the most of it is that sometimes there's going to be challenges for me that I can't handle but then always I got to remind that I can always try my best to overcome them as much as I can and then I always remind myself even if I fall back down I'm going to get back up I'm going to be okay I'm going to always feel that one little tidbit that's going to just put me down on the, on the side and knock me back a few steps but in the end I think I'm going to always, always be fine with it and then you can always you can always reach out for help yeah. If, if there's something like I tell my kids, like sometimes we can't go over an obstacle, we can't go through it. We got to go around, or we have to go under. I mean, you, you can find all kinds of creative ways to overcome things that are in your path uh, in a way that works for you. 
because it doesn't have to work for the rest of the world. It just has to work for you. Because that's the only thing that matters. You, know, you can do what you need to do to achieve what it is that makes you happy. And you know, like I, I told my kids, like, look, as long as you're not hurting yourself or somebody else, and you're happy, that's all that matters to me. Like, I, I don't care if they wanted to, you know, flip burgers at McDonald's or work at a grocery, whatever, whatever makes them happy is all that matters to me. You know, if they want to have a family of their own, if they have a family of their own, whatever makes them happy is all that matters to me. And, and my goal as a parent is to help them skills and the confidence and the ability to, to find that wherever it happens to be. Yeah. You know, maybe they don't go to cut my, my oldest or my, my 15 year old just turned 15 yesterday. And, uh, cool, he, cool. I think he's against college. He's a freshman. <laughs> oh, but oh, everything's remote learning. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I get it. I get it. Like, like I went, like, I know how college is. I went to college and I went to an injured gym. I know how college is. I went to a special ed college. And because I was there for, I think, learning skills, like life skills. And I, um, I gotta understand where that's coming from too. I gotta understand that maybe he's against college, but you know, it's like, I mean, college is the party of life. It ain't like you know, like all blues and happiness and sunshines and rainbows. But it, but you know, it's it is what it is. It's college. It's it's there. It's for your learning. It's there to help you. And and the experiences you gain experiences. It's not even so much what you learn in the classroom. It's the experience that you get, like interacting with other people, having to. Navigate social situations that maybe you wouldn't have learned about otherwise because you're not in that situation. And I, and I think I, I think it's beneficial. And, and I mean, if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. I mean, I'm not yeah, do it there, there's 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 always that you know there's always there. It's either he wants to do it, he can do it. If he doesn't want to do it, then it's yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's all it's there. Yeah, whatever, whatever. You know, I I I, I want them to be. Prepare. I, I got into I got into an argument with a dad once mm-hmm. because I was talking about how you define success for your kids, and he kind of came, came came at me from the perspective of his 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 autistic son was never going to be successful because he's never going to uh, he is never mm-hmm. going to you know make over fifty thousand dollars a year never going to be a manager of like 10 people or something he's not going to have a fancy apartment or drive an expensive car and so that dad was setting his son up for failure oh yeah yeah that that's what my um yeah because yeah that that is one thing i yeah because and i get that too because uh my uh pca talked to my grandma and my mom and everything and they said you know they said for me when i was I am going to be on top of this. I want to improve myself to be better. I want to be there and listen to what my kids or my child needs. And you just, and you know, you want to just make sure that you're there and supporting them in the best way you can. And you're doing that and you show the good example of that. And that's like, you know, you don't want to be like the person that signed up something that says like, oh, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to let them talk. I'm not going to, you know, you, you're letting them speak their voice and you're, Giving them that chance. We're, we're trying to make them fit a mold. Like, 
Uh, like my kids, they, they go to, they were never mainstreamed. Um, they, they were in a private charter school for kids, uh, on the spectrum and kids, ADHD, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I've been, I think academically, I think they would do fine mainstreamed, mm-hmm. but I, I think emotionally it would be really challenging for them and mm-hmm. the environment that they're in, they've got friends and, uh, you know, they don't even need, they don't need IEPs anymore because the structure of the school supports their needs regardless. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everything is based off of martial arts. So mm-hmm. they don't have like gym class, they have martial arts. So they learn to defend um, themselves, control their bodies and they learn some discipline oh, and they learn all that every single step and stand up to bullies and, um, you know, treat your parents and teachers and your friends and your body with respect. And I mean, it's a very positive thing and it's all empowering. It is. And yeah. And I think when it comes to, I think a lot of people that I have come into contact with that have, mm-hmm. have been angry, I think mm-hmm. they may have completely legitimate reasons. They may have had horrible childhoods. They may mm-hmm. have been, uh, maybe they had parents that were not supportive. Maybe parents tried to change them. Maybe parents yeah. were understanding. And, and yeah, like that, that that comes from my side. Like I haven't, I had like at the beginning of my life, I know as a kid, I didn't have parents who were supportive, but now, now here I am 20 years, 29 years later, they support me now. And because I, I had proved a lot of people that I can do something that I was able to do. I think because I had, like, I wanted to be my own voice. I wanted to be something that could be for the community, for the autistic community. I wanted to be that voice for them. I wanted to be the person to, like, say, hey, I'm going to be there to do my best, put my foot forward, and do whatever I can to achieve my dreams, whatever I'm going to do in goals, whatever I'm going to do in life. I'm going to focus on it, and I'm going to put myself foot forward. That's there the you most, go. you know? That's all anybody can do, truthfully. Whether whether you're on a spectrum or not, that's all anybody can do. And um, if if my kids, if if I were raising how, what, neurotypical kids or however however people want to word it, mm-hmm. um, I know some people get offended by certain things. I like mm-hmm. I, I I've stopped playing the semantics game because no matter who or what <laughs> yeah you say, what you say, it's always gonna it's I always just, gonna backfire. It's it's yeah, that thing that like backfires. I say neurotypical there's no disrespect it's just trying yeah to yeah understand the, the the difference in circumstance yeah um but I, if you know if my kids were neurotypical i would probably be doing a lot of the same thing you know i i like my youngest is very sensory oriented mm-hmm. um if he if he busts in the room because he, he he always seems to do that when i'm doing this and uh mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't, he, he can't stand shirts. Like they just drive him crazy, right? Like socks drive him crazy. And, but you know, there's, there's certain times where like, we have to do that. I mean, you just have to, there's laws, mm-hmm. right? You just yeah. can't go to a store without a shirt on. You can't go to school without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. And so there are, there are, you know, we work on overcoming obstacles without pushing them past their limits. Like my kids will never be held accountable for something they have no control over because that's not that's not fair right? right my goal is to to help my kids build up the best versions of themselves that they can be whatever that is and my ultimate goal at the end of at the end of my time is to to look back and see that my kids are happy and healthy 
and whatever productive parts of society they've decided to be a part of, I just want them to be safe, happy, and healthy. Um, you know, navigate a world that is not always very forgiving. And as much as I've, I've been working for 11, 12 years now to try and change the world for my kids. And, uh, I don't know that that's going to happen. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing your best. You're doing what you can to, do. It's, 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 right it's what I, what I started a long time ago was because after I got out of college, I did fitness, I did everything I could and I wanted to better myself. I wanted to be independent. I wanted to prove that I could do things. And I was like the kind of guy that was like, you know, that kind of guy that was like kind of like stubborn, didn't have the idea of what he was going to do in his life. And now, now here I am, 29 years later, doing what I love doing, um, podcasting, social media. I do it and I love it. It's it's a passion I pursued so much. And when I've seen people like, when I've seen people on social media, when they've met me either in real life or that, they've said, wow, this is a really nice guy. I think this this guy has potential in every single bit of it. It's positive feedback. Everything that comes my way, it's it's there. And I think the most of it is that sometimes there's going to be challenges for me that I can't handle, but then always I got to remind that I can always try my best to overcome them as much as I can. And then I always remind myself, even if I fall back down, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to always feel that one little tidbit that's going to just put me down on the, on the side and knock me back a few steps. But in the end, I think I'm going to always, always be fine with it. And then you can always... You can always reach out for help. Yeah. If, if there's something, like I tell my kids, like sometimes we can't go over an obstacle. We can't go through it. We've got to go around. Or we have to go under. I mean, you, you can find all kinds of creative ways to overcome things that are in your path uh, in a way that works for you. Because it doesn't have to work for the rest of the world. It just has to work for you. Because that's the only thing that matters. You know, you do what you need to do to achieve what it is that makes you happy. And... You know, like I, I told my kids, like, look, as long as you're not hurting yourself or somebody else and you're happy, that's all that matters to me. Like, I, I don't care if they wanted to, you know, flip burgers at McDonald's or work at a grocery, whatever, whatever makes them happy is all that matters to me. You know, if they want to have a family of their own, if they have a family of their own, whatever makes them happy is all that matters to me. And, and my goal as a parent is to help them skills and the confidence and the ability to to find that wherever it happens to be yeah you know maybe they don't go to cut my my oldest or my my 15 year old just turned 15 yesterday and uh oh cool he, cool i think he's against college he's a freshman <laughs> oh. Oh, remote learning, oh so yeah, yeah. I, 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 I get it. I get it. Like, like I would, like I know how college is. I went to college and I went to an internship. I know how college is. I went to a special ed college, and because I was there for, I think, learning skills, like life skills, and I, um, <laughs> I gotta understand where that's coming from too. I gotta understand that maybe he's against college, but you know, it's like. I mean, college is the party of life. It ain't like you know, like all blooms yeah. and happiness and sunshine and rainbows. But it, but you know, it's it is what it is. It's college. It's it's there. It's for your learning. It's there to help you. And and the experiences you gain. Experiences. It's not even so much what you learn in the classroom. 
it's the experience that you get, like interacting with other people, having to, I mean, to navigate social situations that maybe you wouldn't have learned about otherwise because you're not in that situation. And I, and I think, I, I think it's beneficial. And, and I mean, if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. I mean, I'm not yeah, do it there, there's, there's, there's always that, you know, there's always there. It's either he wants to do it, he can do it. If he doesn't want to, then it's yeah. okay. It's, it's, it's all, it's there. You want to take it. Yeah, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, I, 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 I want them to be prepared. I, I, I got into, I got into an argument with a dad once mm-hmm. because I was talking about how you define success for your kids. And he kind of came, came, he came at me from the perspective of his, his, his autistic son was never going to be successful because he's never going to, uh, he is never mm-hmm. going to, you know, make over $50,000 a year. He is never going to be a manager of like 10 people or something. He's not going to have a fancy apartment or drive an expensive car. And so that dad was setting his son up for failure. Oh because... yeah. Yeah. That, that's what my, um, yeah. Cause yeah, that, that is one thing I, yeah. Cause, and I get that too, because, uh, my uh, PCA talked to my grandma and my mom and everything. And they said, you know, they said for me when I was like, don't, and like, don't, and like my one PCA who came and substituted for my other personal care assistant, uh, she came in at the time and said to uh, my family, she said, you know, hey, you know, don't set him up for something that he cannot succeed in. Set him up for success. Set him up for something that he can yeah. succeed and achieve in. And that's. Yeah. And in my PSA hit that straight nail on the head and just was like, there it is. There's that dead casket right there. You hit the nail on the head and bury it. Yeah, there, there's like with this dad and, and I was arguing with him. I guess arguing. I took offense to it as a, as a, as a mm-hmm. father because, you know, I if my oldest hadn't decided he wanted to move out and he wanted to live in, at home for the rest of his life, I wouldn't consider that a failure because mm-hmm. as long as he's happy and he is being as productive and, and positive, uh, like, like a positive influence on the world, like he's, whether he's sharing his story or he's just making people happy, or maybe he volunteers at a nursing home or, you know, something that just, that, that gives him satisfaction and, uh, because all my kids like to help people. And so if that's if that's his dream and that's what he wants to do and he does it, that's success, you know? And if uh, you know, maybe they can struggle financially, but they're happy, you know, and they're they're managed to live on their own and they have um, you know, they, they have a dog or a cat. I mean, whatever it is, success should be defined by the person, not their parents. And success should be uh, defined by the person and not society. And so I, I, like I said, I, I took offense to that comment. And I tried to just, like, I felt really bad for this guy's kid because mm-hmm. you're set up. He, he's just totally set up for failure. He will never succeed in his father's eyes because the expectations would probably be unreasonable for any kid, let alone someone who's facing some of these challenges that, that you know, right now in playing field, not, you know, unfair. Yeah. And, uh, so I always just, you know, I, I encourage my kids, I challenge them. Um, but we never, we recognize limits mm-hmm. and like my kids are never, 
uh, meltdowns and stuff like that. I mean, that's just a fact of, a fact of life. It's, just, it's what happens. We can work to try and limit them. Mm-hmm. But if he's having it, that's that's when I show him compat or show them compassion because they're mm-hmm. miserable. Like that's a horrible experience for them. It, it's it not is. pleasant for me, and but it's worse for them. Mm-hmm. And you don't punish that. You you, don't. you you try and figure out what triggered it, and then you remove those stressors from their path, and you you allow you allow them to decompress, and yeah. um, you know do what they have to do. I mean, like we got to try and be safe, and we don't want to be destructive. You don't want to smash the TV or break windows. No, but, no. But you know what I mean. Like there's yeah. You you got to cool off, and here's a place you can cool off. You can scream. You can you know smash your pillow or, or hit the punching bag. Like whatever it is that you need to do. To get all of that out. out. Just get it all out. Just get yeah, all out. And then let's let's figure out what got you here. Like what what can we do differently uh, to to help avoid you having to be in a situation like this going forward. So that it so that it improves their quality of life. And you know, I mean I I, I hate seeing my kids have meltdowns because I know mm-hmm. I know how miserable they have to be or how overwhelmed they have to be in order to get to that point where that's the only way, it's the only outlet they have. And, uh, you know, and so, so it just, it's, I feel like, well, I always feel like I'm never doing enough because I'll never Mm -hmm. meet all of their needs. It's just not possible. But my kids are loved. They are supported. They are encouraged. They are, um, they are advocated for until such time that they want to speak for themselves. You no, know, and then I'll stand with them or behind them or whatever it is that they need. Uh, but I, I really think as a parent, it's our job and our responsibility to be a voice for our kids until they can have a voice of their own or until they are, are in a place where they can speak up for themselves. It's our job as parents to do that. And, and I know it offends a lot of people, but I, I, when you have kids, it changes the game, right? Like, yeah, it, it like, changes the game just, whole perspectively. It just changes it. Yeah, you do anything for your kids, and you know, I do whatever I can to level the playing field. I don't want my kids getting a free pass. Mm-hmm. I want them to work for what they get mm-hmm. because um, um, extra test time, or maybe they need. Uh, something to help level the playing field just a little bit because they're facing obstacles that that other kids aren't, and and so to make it fair, we have to level that that playing field out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they they can do it; they can totally do it. I mean, look what you're doing. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, you you have to feel so so good about what you're doing. I do. I I feel every bit of myself like, and, I'm, and I had to press record every single time to make sure that the audios and stuff didn't cut off. I had to make sure because I had to keep pressing record on my laptop and my <laughs> my laptop was just like limits them out. I'm like, oh god, here we go. But um, yeah, I am proud of myself. I'm proud of where I've where I've started from ground zero. I've started from that and worked my way up. I've I have my myself as myself as an individual. Proud of myself for. Um, having these so many accomplishments, I've done what I've done. I've went traveling the world. I, I went from traveling the world from five states, like from from North Dakota to um, South Dakota to Missouri, Branson, California, and go to where I can go and and see what I can learn and see what I can see. And um, 
and learning all my knowledge and gaining everything from every bit of ounce I've ever learned since my days um, from from college time, from high school time, from every single bit. And um, and now I'm at this pinnacle and I'm at this point where <laughs> I've succeeded in the most and I've I've never been more proud of myself than ever. And it's like it's like those weights are lifted off my shoulder in every single bit. And it's like those moments you can be like proud of yourself. Say like, hey, I with I just lifted these weights off my shoulder and these are like now just the moments that I'm proud of and the moments that I can say I don't have to worry about that weight on anymore. I'm there to now just lift that weight and there to just carry it and make sure that it stays on top and never fall from the bottom. There you go. So, so what's next for you? Um, what's next for me? There's so much. There's so many nexes. There's, um, there's so many things I want to achieve. I want to achieve so many things in social media and the broadband and in the world. I want to make sure that the people of the voice, like people with autism, have a voice on this, on platforms like this and stuff to be right there where I can be like that person that can say, hey, you know, this is, I'm your voice to help you guys to be there and behind and support you and get you guys right there. And it's, the next steps are going to be long, but I know it's going to be like a lot of work. But in the end, if I can do it and I can put my time into it, I can get it done. Guess what? I will. And if I do it, and if I fail or try, guess what? I'm going to be happy whatever result comes out in the end. And I'm going to be... There you go. And so, yeah. You remind, me a lot of, you remind me a lot of my oldest because he has that same he has that same attitude that, you know, he used to be... He used to be... He would... If he lost at doing something, he would just beat himself up. And, like, he... It, it was something like... Like, it just crushed his identity or... or Mm-hmm. Um, he associated winning with being a loser or not being a loser, whatever. I don't, I don't know where it all came from, but we worked really hard to help him understand that. Look, it's, it's just as important to be like when you're playing a game or you're playing something or you're competing, it's just as important to be a good loser as it is to be a good winner. Right. Cause somebody, yeah. if, you're, if you're competing, somebody always wins and somebody always loses. Sometimes it'll be you. Sometimes it'll be someone else. And it's not a reflection of who you are or your worth to the world or to us. And, and whenever you, whenever you have to, uh, whenever you fall, you get back up. I mean, that's, that's the successful moment right there is when you, you fall. So what you fell, it happens to all of us. It, what matters is what you do after you fall. Do you just give up? Do you quit? Or do you keep trying, you know, because it only takes one more time to succeed. Or, or achieve whatever that goal is that you want to achieve. And, and, uh, you have a really positive attitude and it, it reminds me of, it reminds me of my Gavin. Cause that's what he, that's what he does with everything. Now he's, that's okay. I made a mistake and I can just do better next time, or I can learn from it, or this is why it's a problem and I won't do it again. And, you know, I mean, I'm like, yeah, man, like, Good job. Like it sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Talk yourself through it, and you're whatever. I think it's positive, and and everything could be a teaching moment. And we just learn and we move forward, and uh, we'd be happy. And that's that when that's what needs to happen. Yeah, definitely. All right, I think so. So, I think what time is it right now for me? How to make sure I'm not. <laughs> If, I, if my brain is oh it's 133 so we're so it's good on my time and it's <laughs>
All right. So I think we'll close out with these segments and stuff. So I thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. And really, this is just my first ever guest to have on my podcast. I really thank you for being a special guest on my podcast with my with my podcast, the Aaron All Station Radio. And where can people find you on social media? Where can they find you? Yeah, you can find all of my all of my usernames and everything are they're all the same. It's it's just at the Autism Dad. My blog is theautismdad.com, and uh, the podcast is uh, listen.theautismdad.com. If you punish yourself and listen to that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't worry. I'm always gonna listen. So, hey, I thank you so much for your time and everything. It really means a lot to me. And guys, if you don't know, this is the Aaron All Station Radio special guest podcast with the autism dad, the Rob Gronsky. If you guys don't know who he is, please go follow him. I highly recommend you will check out his podcast. Like he said, everything where he has, all his usernames are the same. Please guys go do that. Thank you guys so much, guys. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And this has been a special guest episode of Aaron All Station Radio with your host, the most, the one and only, Aaron All Station Radio. And you guys remember, tune in next time as we have another guest and remember guys <laughs> stay tuned thank you so-